Yo, if you have not checked out part one, go ahead on and do that. Listen, because I'm just starting off right there. Go check out part one because this is part two. <laughs> so my name is Mara Javon. I serve as a leadership coach and culture consultant. Um, and I'm super excited for you all to listen to part two of this conversation I'm having with Derek and just listening to the story and the streamline of like how you started to where you're trying to go and the impact that you want to make on this world. So I'm excited for you all to listen. Let's make it happen. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like that ties into like this theme about like on a way and like what we have literally been, you know, uh, titling again, the name of uh, your event as well as my event with, you know, and I want people to hear about it. Um, But before we actually get into that piece, I think what's really interesting is like, what does on the way mean to you? You know, I think like for my own self, like when I think about on the way, it's exactly what you're talking about. Like doing that work, constantly growing, having conversations. It's so relational. It's so relational for us to have to like do this specific work and I think oftentimes with this idea of like AI and like its influence on us, which can be have these benefits. But I do think that is it creating a deeper gap around uh, us being able to communicate and build relationships with each other? Perhaps so. And what does that look like? What does that look like um, uh, for us as we talk about on the way and have all of these things that could be preventing us from connecting with people, showing up authentically and doing these things. So how did you do it? And what is your definition for like on the way? How would you interpret it uh, to an audience? Yeah. A large part of on the way is me giving flowers to the people who've helped me um, along my journey, Uh, being intentional about shouting out uh, like the significant figures in my life at each stage that aided in this progression um, Mm. that that I feel quite literally I wouldn't be here without them Mm -hmm. Uh, on the way it assumes that there's something more something greater to this point but like express my um sincerest like appreciation and gratitude for mm-hmm. everybody a hand and like getting me to this point in life yeah right? and there's family as friends that's like several jobs that i had uh-huh. whether my bosses or co-workers right it's strangers <laughs> that i met on the street that i just had a conversation that um truly changed my life um uh is is some of my um people who have passed on right mm-hmm. and just either their transition or um maybe not or their mm-hmm. transition the point in life at which their transition happened that influenced me is what i have to um give a dedication to right mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm influenced me so um 
yeah, like uh, that. That's that's ultimately what I hope folks um, take away from me and like from this point uh, leading up into the show and after. I hope to put a lot more out there into the world that gives those nods, that gives that mm-hmm. to the folks who um, who have like helped me and like guided me along this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like answering that question makes me think about it for you. So you and I had a conversation, yeah, and made on the way a part of one of the themes for your coaches of color, um, convening. Mm-hmm. Happen so, uh, what does on the way mean to you, and what are those yeah. if that represent on the way? Yeah, no, that's so good. I think when I, I love listening to you talk about just like your perspective and how you actually got to where uh, you are at, and specifically your leadership journey. I think on the way uh, means to me that you're not peaking in high school <laughs> and you're always willing to grow. Like that's how I feel, right? Like you don't want to peak early. And I see so many folks kind of like, like thinking about, well, not so many folks, but I I, I see people kind of thinking about like their legacy already. And I think that's great. And I think folks are also thinking about like retirement, which is great as well. I'm a worker. I really am. And I think about how I love to continue to grow and develop. Um, in one particular area. So oftentimes people, when they talk about retirement, they are saying they may want to, they retire in this job, but they want to grow in a different area. Um, is being intentional around the role that you are taking that you want to continue to grow in. And that's what I think on the way really is, is that like I'm constantly refining myself and growing and developing so that therefore I'm not quitting at just here. I'm actually thinking about what does it look like two to three years from now? And how do I continue to be a student of my work? That's what I think on the way is. And specifically for coaches, like we have so many coaches of color that typically haven't had access to receiving training uh, in coaching, but they have been asked to coach. And Hmm. with Messy Roots, it's all about how do we continue to grow as coaches? Like we literally have the tagline, we grow leaders because leadership is coaching and coaching is leadership. Um, and I literally say to, to them and I call them growers, right? Because it's this mindset that we do want folks to continue to evolve and grow and grow and always be on the way, you know? Um, yeah, I think that's it. And then the last thing I'd say is I think about often where, where, uh, where on the way could also mean, uh, delayed, uh, delayed destination and i think that's okay as well that your destination could can be a little bit delayed uh where you thought you was going to be able to be at a place at one time and and you actually wasn't and the way i think about it from that aspect is when black people when they say where you at you say i'm on the way where you're supposed to be there five minutes ago right <laughs> and so like and so when i think about it from that aspect and translate it into like leadership is this idea that perhaps we thought that we were supposed to be in a certain spot by now and we're not. And so we're still on the way and that's fine. And how do we create a space where people can literally grow and, and, and develop in that area? So that's, that's how I think about on the way. Yeah. If I could add on right there, um, 
that last example is exactly where the phrase on the way came from for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I developed the concept for the show, I knew um, that's what I wanted the title to be. Um, Does that mean I, your show is going to like start late or... <laughs> I absolutely hope not because okay. I don't as an audience member, but right. Well you um, are he all the way still. <laughs> I um uh, I have a good friend, um John Eccles. What happened uh, was he released a song called On the Way. Yes. Sent me the song before he released it. Uh-huh. Just just off the shot. And I love the song so much that I immediately wrote a verse to it. I love that. Um, probably within 30 minutes had the verse done. And the first couple of lines was, my brother had hit me the other day. He asked me where I'm at. I told him I'm running late. Need me a moment from all the depression. I want to be great, but I'm in a difficult place. I love so, that. So I utilize yeah. this idea of like running late, um, yeah, as like metaphor for like purpose, right? I I yeah. have the vision or goal that, but I'm just not quite there yet. Um, yeah. End up making that the intro to one of my books and stuff, and want to make it part of the show. Um, that transitions me to the thought of like you you mentioned. Hey, I not quite where I want to be, but mm -hmm. I know on the way. Mm -hmm. You ever like intentionally like denied the promotion because you knew you wasn't ready, right? Yeah, you often, yeah. I have the sense yeah. of like, um, people toss around the phrase imposter syndrome, where you feel like you may not have the confidence to seek out there something greater, mm -hmm. but been periods where you just have honest reflection for yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you wasn't ready to do yeah. that so yeah you're on the way but you had to do an honest assessment and be like i'm gonna withhold from accepting this mm -hmm. what seemed to be a promotion in my life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you have an example yeah yeah so i it was after i did two years of teaching i wanted to do uh teach uh for america's uh recruitment i wanted to be a recruitment uh manager and actually help them to get more coaches not coaches more educators uh of color into the program because i knew the importance of having more uh black and brown teachers um i also ultimately didn't get the job right um and then i went into nonprofit with um an organization called urban promise and it was a it was a need for me to be there because jimmy the founder of urban promise charlotte he was a former tfa um well he was a T he was a tfa alum is a tfa alum and i was able to literally learn from him and how he started his business i wasn't thinking about starting a business i was thinking about my mission of yeah. i wanted to recruit and retain more educators of color and so therefore uh i had got a call from my mentor who was working in uh chicago schools at the time working for noble he said hey uh, i know you didn't get to teach for america position but there is a 
a diversity position for us um, in our network here in Chicago, I think you should apply for it. So I applied for it. I did 14 interviews. And at the end of the final interview, on the way back, 14 damn interviews, it was wild. But at the end of the interview, I, the last one on the plane ride back home, um, I realized that there was a lot that I needed to still learn and where I was currently at. They ultimately did give me an offer, which was going to be twice as much as I was getting paid with the current job at Urban Promise. But I knew that I had a lot to learn from Jimmy, uh, the 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 founder of the organization. And because of that, I was able to have a, a really crash course on how to be a nonprofit founder by working with him because it was yeah. just me and him. Uh, I was his first hire. And so I learned what it was like to lead an organization. I learned what it was like to care for people from like that aspect. And and had I actually told someone, told them like all of the shiny things, right? They was giving me a bonus to to move to Chicago. I love Chicago. I think it's one of like the best cities in the world, not just the state, the world. Um, and I decided that that was not the best decision for me at the moment. And because of that, six months later, uh, after saying no, I was able to say yes to profound gentlemen and actually uh-huh. leave and do that work. So it's like you just don't know what's behind those doors that you might close. Right. Um, so for you to go in a direct a different direction and say I'm on the way in that direction versus this other. And you have to have some, some detours. Um, But now I'm at where I'm at. And because of like saying no, because I knew that I wasn't ready for that role. It made me feel good because I got the, I'll be honest. I got the role um, with teach for America, but teach for America recruiters also applying for that position too. So I beat them out. The ones who got the job <laughs> for teach for America, I actually beat them out uh, to even get the diversity recruitment role at Noble. Um, and then it was a teach for America uh, re- manager, uh, teach for America recruitment manager that they, when I said no, they ultimately gave the job to him, which I was grateful for. And I wasn't about to like boast and be like, ah, like, you know, if it wasn't for me. You want to be at this position? No, that's stupid. But it's like you got to know where you're at in your journey and what's yeah. best for you. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I don't quite have a story like that. Um, I think mine really focus on probably, again, like what other people may perceive mm-hmm. and, and the what else embedded into the situation. Um, mm. we're in the audience for this moment in my life, a significant moment in my life where I had the opportunity to open up for Ruby Core. Yes. Part of her Raleigh tour stop on her world. Yes. And let's just say she has a beautiful story, right? And so I for sure um, had known of her. Um, I think I had milk and honey on my bookshelf um, prior to meeting her. I hadn't mm-hmm. purchased her other books yet. Uh, and then like meeting her in person, she was just like so sweet. Yeah. And it was just a phenomenal uh, uh, opportunity for me uh, along my journey as a storyteller, uh, poet, and in my history of performing. Yeah, probably around the second 
largest audience and may have been tied that I've like ever been been in front of, but mm. just under her umbrella and her brand and like the exposure that it gave me. Um again, mm. that has been unmatched, right? Yeah. Throughout throughout the year. Yeah. So after that show, there's like many questions of what well, what's next, what's next, what's next? Yeah, yeah. And wow. We did the exact opposite of what a lot of people expect. I like retracted. Yeah. I, there was a, I think, not I think, I know in that space in life, there was a lot of transition. Mm -hmm. Just moved out of Charlotte, started a completely new job, Mm -hmm. um, just had several other life experiences where I was like, I can try to. You know, folks tell you, you know, chase, you know, mm-hmm. le- leverage this opportunity or like uh, trace, chase the momentum of the moment, right? Yeah, seize the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's where the what is, right? I never know what following that up could be, but what I knew is what I needed in my life and for like my partner and several others attached uh, or in relationship with me at that point in life for me to like make other things more of a priority. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And, and so that's where I actually like put it on pause. I probably didn't perform for like a year after that. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I remember that. Like, yeah. It's been a long time off social media, right? And it's yeah, really yes, like, you did. You took I, a break. Like, yeah. Significant lots of followers and that type of stuff. Right. Um, but I I knew what was best in that moment was mm-hmm. for me to put first first, right? Like mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. other things is priority at this point in time. Um mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Was, what? Oh, keep on going. What were you about to say? No, I was literally closing by saying that yeah. was an interesting in my life was. Well, I knew, uh,